That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. What are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. We are just getting started. Finally, a podcast about things you actually care about. Hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes, that's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Woo! Here's CM and BD. Holy technical nightmare. What the hell's going on in the world right now? Uh, the Blundell Network, we're not on the Twitter. We're not doing the thing. What's going on in tech in this mm. world? I think it's you guys are getting snow or shit there, aren't you? Aren't you getting snow? Well, I don't think there? so. Look at that. Blockbuster mm. card. No, there's any snow. No, it's just rain. Eight degrees. It's rain. Rain and eight degrees. Rain and almost. Okay. In, in Kingston. That's almost That's almost a. Uh, that's almost a. Uh, Vancouver summer right there. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I'm it's looking very, forward to snow this year. I'm putting you a like big rink. Snow. You're going to put a rink in the backyard, backyard this year. I'm looking forward to snow. Uh, doped. You like the rink. Didn't you do one last year for yes. a minute? Well, it can have a little, uh, like a river behind the house. And then end of the season, once everything thaws and then freezes yeah. again. So you get this yeah. huge, the, the river will overflow and it's almost like a little pond. I have to wait till the end of the season for that. I'm going to get one of those uh, ice pad things that you get for your um, 10 by 20 Where and I'm doing it up. So, Where do you get that from? Oh, like you get one of those. basically almost anywhere. You can buy them on Zon. You can go to Canadian Tire and buy them. You can go so to you put it down. Walmart probably have. You put it down. It's a whole thing. And then you, yeah, you put the water on top of it or whatever it is that you got to do. Water. You do the board. You do the boards and all that. It comes. With, some of them come with these little cushion along on the edge. So <clears throat> here I'll probably just go with that. We'll see how extravagant I get. You never know. You've been back. Be great. You've been to walk off my ice. Have you been back on the ice? Uh, I have this not yet. Driveway plan, but I have not. No, life's been a little crazy lately with uh, family and stuff. So you get a bit more. Is that league starting now? Has it started? Oh yeah, it's already put on that. Unfortunately, um, but I can jump back in on the on the beer leagues anytime, kind of thing, right? Yeah, I had okay. to take a bit of a break. Needed around the house on Thursday night, so right? Yeah, Family absolutely. First. I just I've, I'll come I, back I, around again. I played my second game the other day, and then of course I'm supposed to be in Colombia right now, and that got moved. So here I am back in beautiful British Colombia. Uh, home for the rest of the year, it looks like. So that's uh, great. Well, yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard the Imagine Dragon guys. Uh, they discovered that uh, every song sounds exactly the same, and they decided to quit. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that that was on the listed on the ticket thing. I think I but, think that's uh, what happened, isn't it? It was like all of a sudden they discovered, like, wow, these songs all sound the same. Um, let's just cut it out. That's not the memo I got, but I did get a memo that the tour wasn't happening. So I kid now. because I love. I kid because yeah. So hey, um, I'm home. Yeah, that's the best thing about it, right? You get to go home and hang out with the family. Yeah, hanging out, just chilling, 
uh, all is well. And, uh, you know, it, I mean, there's, it's, I've been away a lot, so it's good to, to be back and doing the whole thing, running around and getting these kids running around and all that stuff. So home, ready to pod, ready to bang out some episodes. Uh, our friend, uh, Juan Bagnell is going to join us next week, uh, from that gadget guy that, that joined right. us last oh, year. Really cool, cool like stuff in the background. He's going to come on next Monday and hang out. And, um, Trying to get uh, the, the um, it came from the basement uh, team together, but it, everyone's a bit sporadic with their schedules. So uh, I think this is, I feel like that's going to recording. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be like a closer to Christmas thing. It looks like the way it's going because a couple oh, of the people yeah, that, that I want to, a couple of people I want to get on there are on a kiss cruise right now and doing okay. some other stuff and playing some shows. So uh, we'll bring that around, but. Uh, it is Halloween. It's mm-hmm. uh, one of your favorite times of the year. So last year we kind of messed around with the idea of our favorite horror movies of all time. And this year uh, you've, you've got 15 now I've got a handful. I'm sure mine are scattered throughout your list. So we'll just go with your lists for this year. Cause I already know my number one is already in here in your, in your, uh, in your list, but it's uh, you're a big horror movie guy. I love, love horror them. movies. I like- yeah. I have, a, I have a kind, you know, I don't like, um, like, that's funny. That's the funny thing. Well, I'll get in. That's why I wanted to do five at a time so that I could actually get into these a little bit. I hate it when we do a list of 10 plus and I can never properly, because we always get down, down to a few of them and you can't deal with them properly. Really good movies. People should be checking these out, right? Um, yeah. The thing, like, those things don't really scare me, to be honest with you. So Possessed really, it wasn't something that really scared me. Uh, yeah, um, another one that we're going to discuss that's kind of a new kind of horror movie style is the folk horror coming out, and that's more like the the Midsommar, and I'm going to discuss that movie, the, uh, the Ari Aster, who does that, or Ari Aster, however you pronounce his name, he's probably the two, uh, Stanley Kubrick you're going to get these days, his stuff is great, he's cool. got two movies in my top 15, which are newer movies, and, uh, so I want to that about the genres, but as I mentioned, and the whole, uh, I do have some possession. I do have some like ghost movies in here per se, but they like a ghost doesn't scare me. I don't know what it is about that, but it just doesn't scare me. So I, I like the slasher it's, movies. That's interesting. Um, I like psych psychology movies. Um, you know what yeah. I mean? The ones that leave it to your imagination, like the Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. That's one of my, my go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's interesting because ghosts, uh, I think for a lot of people, it they come and go with ghosts. It, it's sort of like there's the folklore of the ghost, and I oh I lived in a haunted house or this and that. But um, and I'm sure they exist from the standpoint of like, you know, uh, I just don't know if I've ever really experienced anything that would totally convince me of them. But I think that's probably the unknown of it. I've had a couple of little weird moments where you're like, huh, but. I, but you know, slasher, that's just a psycho crazy whatever, and everyone fears that. The ghost thing is kind of the unknown. So people kind of come and go with the ghost thing a little bit, I think. You know, things on here are more of a mental horror. Uh and again, the other one that I do horror, like hostel or saw. Copy. <clears throat> Watching some face uh torch for three minutes straight doesn't really do it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like and de- teach their own man. Hey, that's you know. I, I, you know me, man. I don't judge. Teach your own the horror. I, you know, said that, didn't do it. Or, but when you first, man, though, 
like when you first saw when you first saw Saw, or when you first because yeah. Saw the original Saw was a little bit more psychological than it was insanity. It didn't get a little. It got a little bit more insane towards the end, but yeah. the original Saw when it came out had sort of a, a genre changing vibe to it. The way Deadpool kind of changed the, the the superhero thing. I think Saw was that one of those mm. first movies that was like this isn't. Freddy or this isn't Jason. This is a completely new kind of horror. And then it led to Hostel and then and then more, 29 Saws and then more Hostels. And then they decided know, to turn Saw into them. something like Friday the 13th, right? And, and yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting one. But what your what was your first take of Saw? Because is, is it a horror movie? It, yeah, I was, really, it, right? it was just the kind of, I, the same thing, dude. It was just kind of like, eh, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. well, the guy had to cut his hand off or his leg off to get out of there. I get it. That That's, that's shocking. It's kind of shocking, you know. Um, I like. I would rather have the idea of not watching all that and the whole the whole mind screw of it, as opposed to the whole. Uh, let's see how gory and realistic we can get this. Uh, that's just me. I like the mind being a little more. Uh, being a writer as well, I, I like that kind of thing. The visual of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard to yeah do proper on. You know, some other people getting tortured is just not my deal. Well, then it turned into let's get like Chester from Lincoln Park in there and then let's get this celebrity in there. Let's see how many celebrities we can kill. And it was a whole thing, you know, that it kind of turned the the movie itself turned a little bit more into a parody of itself, which was like, well, now we've set the bar so high. Now we have to like every single now people are going to the movie, not for anything other than what did they come up with this time? What did they come up yeah. with to get out? It, but it does have a comic book feel to it. So it is more of a comic book thing to me. Like the way well, the they tie the story, you know? Well, yeah, he creates, he creates, you know, he's like, he's like a, like a, like trying to be a super villain type thing. Right. 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 So we're going to dive into. Did you see Ashley? Uh, Ashley. Hi, Ash. Welcome. When Saw came out, I was pretty sure someone needed to check in on whoever wrote that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jump the shark, baby. <laughs> Ash, you're right. You know, uh, Ash, you're a big horror fan, so we could probably get you in on this too. Why don't you send us a thing and I'll try to send you a link here. Maybe you can get in on this. Um, anyway, so Chris has got uh, Chris has got some horror stuff going on. We are talking our best horror movies of all time. So we're going to start kind of going cluster card here. Yeah. We're going to go from 15 down to 11 tonight. And we're going to do this yeah. in three parts. It'll be this week. It'll be 15 to 11, then 10 down to six and then five down to one as we lead into Halloween, you know, right. which would be great, great. Coincidentally. So, um, all right. Where do you want to start at number 15? Yeah, we're going to start number 15 and we've got return of the living dead. Now this is a 1985 movie. It's got a huge, Huge punk rock feel to it. Great, uh, you know, mid '80s, right? So now this is there it is there beautiful. Hey, you get that you can soak in the punk rock vibes from that right there. Do you want to party? It's party time. I still hear the song. Uh, I still remember the ads. Uh, a personal note on this movie is uh, one of my first serious girlfriends had two VHS, uh, and one was this, and the other one was. Uh, uh, oh, a comedy! I can't remember the name. Uh, we watched, so we watched. I've watched this in my youth, like a lot, a lot. If you, you know, being an '80s kid, you had uh, taped VHSs and you watch them. I mean, this was one of the movies I had. I watched it over and over again, and it's a dark com, really funny stuff in there, and and some really awesome zombie. Homie, you know, I love zombies, and I also love a dark comedy. Uh, the Burbs is a great, a dark horror comedy. Yeah, look at and and look at this 
guy. And I love the, uh, if you, if you apologize, we're looking at where, uh, the gentleman comes out of the brains, brains, and then <laughs> knocks him in the head with the base. Um, so this one's was great that the for- first one? Was that the first one like that, Chris? Was that kind of the first sort of like funny? Because it was kind of more of, of, that, funny of those. Before, yeah, right? that was before. Like, yeah, uh, not scream, but what's or is it scream? It's called no. It's called uh, yeah, brains. Yeah, well, scream was kind of like dude, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cost of knows it there you go brains right um and again the vibes i personally get from it are really good um classic 80s horror classic 80s horror and a soundtrack to match i thought the acting in it was great i, I love that the 80s I, it, they were everybody bought into this movie who was acting in it which was great yeah. especially the older gentlemen's which was great check it out if you see it the basis of it is they uh in in a in a morgue they find a case in that yeah. holds uh corcus a, cor- a corpse and it's from the military yeah and they say don't open it of course it gets open right as it goes so that's number uh, 15 that one just cracks the top and i love that one on a few levels because I, I love a dark comedy too if you read my comic book you know i love dark comedies and uh personal memento too is just watching it over and over and over again and basically knowing it by heart Right. We didn't have cable TV uh, in the rec room that we would hang out in as kids, but we had a, v- a VHS player and two movies. Oh, I wish and I could back, remember the name of the other one. And back then, too, the funny thing about that is that when you were going to the, the video store, you got your blockbuster card there. But when you're going to a video store and you're looking for a horror movie, mm-hmm. I mean, my dad was guilty of this. And I'm sure your parents, hey, dangerous Dorothy, get gracious Gary, maybe especially, was like, go down to the video store there, Chris, and get us something good. But Or maybe he'd go down. And like my dad would go down and it would be like Steven Seagal in death kill. And it's just yeah. him, you know, it's just him like, like this, that looks great. And then you grab it and you take it home and it's a Steven Seagal movie. My, my like, dad knew that we had, we had uh, uh different tastes in movies. There was always his movies in my movies. And we would, he would always, if, we, if he would be the renting him when we were younger and he would get one of each. Oh yeah! Now you're talking the '80s yeah, art for horror movies. I, I, friends of mine on Facebook will know that I regularly share classic uh, horror and space sci-fi artwork. I love that stuff. Like, I yeah, live for that stuff. Actually, that's that. And that, that was just that was such a cool. And it was so. It was all about because you had one chance to get that renter. It was all about that VHS. This rental. was a so tape Hellraiser. Was, now, though this yeah. wasn't even like uh, this. Funny, funny. That this wasn't even like rent. Oh, we'll see. I, uh, yeah, and I'll, that's in my list too, of course. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. Like that is a brilliant movie. <laughs> Funny, I saw the re. Uh, who, who says stoned old bitch witch? Yeah, uh, cool name. I uh, I saw the colored version of that. They recolored it, and I just oh. didn't do it for me, you know. But I love the opening scene, Dead, the, the original of the long winding car coming in. You know, it's 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 beautiful. Oh, it is a classic. Like it is in my top 15 spoiler alert but it's not in from 15 to 11 but so you're gonna have to tune in um you're gonna have to tune in later okay but was that the one where blood and had to use white goo oh i don't know and if it what we're talking about returns goo there was goo man Ash, I'm, actually i'm sending you 
Ashley, I'm sending you a link. If you want to jump in and ask some questions, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, I was just just done with Ryan. So I'm sending you a link to join us if you want to get in on the horror conversation, Ash, anytime. Cool. That's Ms. Cool. Lindley. That's uh, She's uh, Ryan Lindley's uh, amazing spouse. She joined us last year briefly, and uh, she's always- hey, the more the merrier. Laugh. So let's- We're talking let's about horror movies, man. That's right. So uh, anyway, so there's that. Uh, as that goes, Chris- Yeah, let's go with 14, and then I'll send Ashley a link here, so- Excuse me. Okay, so now we're going to get a little more uh, a folk horror angle that I'm starting to really enjoy. They go back and they're using is old tales from the past or old cult and they are they are they're uh, kind of nowadays or they've been hidden for years and nobody knew about them. So this movie Mar, and this is done by Ari Aster, if you pronounce his name. And as I mentioned, this guy is to uh, a modern day. Stanley Kubrick as you're going to get with his camera angles, his the way he shows dialogue by people's the it's it's a, a, a bit of a slow burn on this movie, but the whole way through it really keeps you keeps you watching and you're not what you're in for until you're almost at the end, but you don't want to die. There's there's it's it's basically a cult that they go to to hang out students and they all go to this cult of life-changing experiences. Uh, Florence Pugh's in a fantastic, beautiful actress. Uh, oh, are you, uh, uh, Samar. Yeah, it's Midsommar's great, buddy. Uh, really, really great movie. I like uh, Stanley Kubrick is my favorite of all time. Uh, and this is the close. His movies are the closest you're going to get. Midsommar's great. Um, yeah, it's a horror movie, man. Slow, slow burn horror. Wow, there is some... Ah! moments in this movie very mental what makes it a what makes it a horror because i've got a few kind of like stills from it but they're all pretty standard okay, look at the like, guy okay uh, a spoiler for anybody that's never seen it uh sure because it's horror dude kind of horror where you're just like okay this is fine this is neat and then it's like the hell it's like sh- copy fuck it's cute it looks like it's cubic it, right so it's kind of like, like everything's fine like here village. everything's normal Normal. This is just this is just a group of people to the side, but it's okay. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" So if I tell, I, I, copy really, uh, DaCosta there should watch it. So this one away at all. Uh, and Florence Pugh, again, beautiful and actress, man. You like she does a, a great job on this. First wedding. <laughs> I mean, there's more. How many weddings did he have? Actually, it was not until I realized he said first. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's uh, Ryan. What an ass! I love you, Ryan. Thanks for checking in, buddy. But uh, I, you should show us that movie. <laughs> nice. And Ashley's round two. There we go. Um, okay. So okay, well then that's I, all we're going like, to get. Then it was round five. That's all we're going to get from. That's all we're going to get from that. Okay, so no, but Midsommar, man, so what a great movie. I I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, actually, I I, I kind of want to watch that again. Of course, uh, oh, wow, interest, fun fact. Thanks, Ryan. Bandit in, uh, that tells you right there you should watch it. It, it, If it offends people with institutions and shit, you should definitely watch it, right? So, so director of Hereditary, right, which is on my list here eventually. Where can you find uh, this? I watch it tonight. Pardon? Where can you find this, Chris? Where can you find this? Oh, this is on like Prime, I believe, or Netflix right now. Oh, that sounds like something to do. Pretty easy to find. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. 
Return of the Living Dead is on Tubi right now. I don't have Tubi, I don't think, but yeah, uh, yeah it's a. It's Tubi's a thing. Got I don't have awesome, Tubi. Dude, Tubi for horror has some great B movies. Oh my gosh. Like the B movies that horror have, the, the B horror movies that Tubi have are just sensational. If you're into that stuff, you're going to be up all night, man. All right. So we got number <laughs> number 13 now. Are you ready for that? Are we bringing in a guest? We're good. What are we doing? We're going to, uh, we're going to number 13. If someone wants to join, great. To Lens, if uh, you want oh, to join. Yeah, yeah. If you so, guys want to join, go ahead. No problem. But uh, go ahead, man. So, number 13. Hmm. Okay, now this was another movie that personally, uh, when I watched it, great vibe because I was at a uh, no because this was nineteen. Okay, Poltergeist, the original Poltergeist, please. The remake sucks, and I forgot how bad Poltergeist Two was. Holy mm. crap, Polter, Poltergeist Two is bad. Okay, this movie here, look at that picture right there. That's great, huh? There. This is my. It's back in. It's back in the theater right now. Okay, this so I'm actually episode. gonna go. This I'm is, actually gonna go watch it. This is my number 13, 1982. They're here. Um, side note, sidebar. Zoof. Conspiracy fans, look into yeah, look into the little girl's death in real life. Um, mm. Conspiracy theories, sidebar. Zoof, slid back again. Uh, this movie's amazing. So another sidebar. This is that I, I went to a party when I was probably 12, 11. Uh, this would have been. 11, no, because it would have came out on video later, right? So 1982. I would have been, yeah, probably about 11, 12 years old. And it was my one of my, I think it was my first boy girl party. And we watched this. So we all kind of, <laughs> you know, you know, y'all kind of space out on the floor. And, you know, it was, it was, it was just, I could give you some cheesy details about being, oh, being a 12 year old boy, but I won't. It's, it was fun. And it was, it was scary. It was spooky. But here's the thing about it. Now, as I mentioned, I'm not really into ghosts and stuff. Um, the two movie or the two spots in this movie, though, that freaked me out. One obviously was that clown. That clown pulling. That was a freaky clown. Um, the second one part. Second part was when that guy was eating the chicken late at night and he started peeling his face apart. Yeah, dude, that was um, insane. Oh my god, you know. And then you have the pool scene at the end. So I thought that it was really well paced with stuff that was supernatural, but wasn't like, oh, is that a ghost in the room that's moving that cup around? That is pretty scary. Like when I see those movies where something moves on a table, that doesn't scare me. I don't find that scary at all. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Poltergeist I thought was fantastic. Plus uh, being uh, uh, all the little Star Wars toys and stuff in the background that Spielberg had in there. It was such kudos. a tribute to him. It was so uh, – th- they were all brilliant. paying tribute to each other at that time. It's- Dude, Poltergeist, the movie started with uh, the guy on uh, – the big big guy on the BMX bike with all the, yeah, the yeah. two for a beer in his hand. Yeah. The kids with the remote control car wiping him out. Like, from beginning to end, that movie was either entertaining you or making you go what the F, right? You know what I mean? Um, Perfectly cast. It, it, Absolutely, it just, perfectly cast. Yeah, great movie, and again, great memories from from my first boy girl party when I was a little kid, snuggling up on the floor with scared, scared kids. I was six, and I saw it on six. Like great movies everywhere. Oh man, oh, yeah, like great movies. Yeah. Everywhere, like great movies. Yeah, it was on. Yeah. Uh, I was I six. Still like watching the night walks or those night rides that they have, and they play the jazz music, and they go through downtown Toronto at night and stuff. Oh, like, that brings back memories. Yeah. Okay, so that was number thirteen, right? We're gonna go to yeah. Number so we did now. Let's go backwards here. So we we did uh, we, we just to do number fifteen. That was number fifteen. Return, Return of the Living Dead. Living Dead. Uh, 
Midsummer was yeah. number uh, 14. Uh, number 13, we went with uh, this. The original Poltergeist. Yep, which is awesome. And then I think I know where you're going next, but I have to just find the graphic because I realize that it's, it's missing. Chainsaw Massacre, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Yeah. Now, the thing about this is if you watch the original original, oh, there, look at that. that's scary shit. In black and white, especially, that that's horror. This is probably one of the first like horrors, maybe, huh? And it was it was shot so low grade that it worked on so many different levels that probably it's happy surprises, right? Wow, this is even scarier. Like the ending is pretty grainy, you know. Um Leatherface, another great, great iconic character. And this is this this is iconic too. The way they start and with the teenagers, man, so many more movies movies did this right uh yeah. and this is the, the the crazy hitchhiker guy and it turns out that he's part of this insane family insane it is insane this part of this insane family and this is rumored to be part of a true story about a, a guy in a family that ate people and not only ate the people but like built chairs and stuff out of their bones so this is the original one i found the remake wasn't too but you got to go to the original right uh texas chainsaw master that's the one with jessica jessica beale Beale, yeah she looked amazing in in that movie as well i remember she looked fantastic um (laughs) i didn't mind that one as much i didn't mind that one as as much it's okay but you got to go to this one especially as i get it's just there's so iconic moments like this scene right here this is great the way they have the teenagers together and you get that whole seventies vibe, seventies era that, Hey, hitchhiker, pick him up. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But then they, they bring them in, this guy into their world. and They're like, wow. Okay. These teenagers look weird to the general public, right? Or, you know, well, yeah. hippie red, hippie beatniks. You know what I mean? Kind of thing is even weirder than the people think are weird. You, you get what I'm saying? So the general public's totally. like, okay, if this guy they picked up is weirder than these guys, how weird is this going to get? Well, and I remember seeing this for the first time. um, And it's, as you said, you really have to watch it in the dark because it's so grainy and it's so, it's kind of whatever that for the first kill in this, Mm -hmm. when the guy opens the door and he cuts him down and like he, he literally, you just hear the thud. You just hear this, like, I'd never seen any, I mean, I was young, but you'd never seen anything shot like that. So it's normally like, you know, this or and bing and all these different Pretty noises. But this was like, open the door and then you're yeah. like, what the? Now, now, again, one of the beauties of this movie and the, the reasons it makes it to my top 15 is because it is, if you're into this genre and you're into this style of movie, you need to go to the source and this is what is the source um one thing i wanted to mention to costa was just mentioning uh the sequel that's the one with dennis hopper correct and then we also get um rob zombie's friend who's always doing characters like this man i gotta go over here man that guy can't yeah um dennis hopper am i correct uh to costa uh i can't remember his name but he's in like house of a thousand corpses all those ones yes a brilliant movie dude i actually only that one on DVD, my friend. I agree. Yeah. That's a movie. And the Breakfast Club uh, tribute on the front. Yeah. High five, my friend. I loved it. It didn't make my top yeah. 15, but I loved it. Yeah. The, the homage. I have it actually down here somewhere, you know, in my pile of stuff, which is great. So Texas Chain won 1974. 
Yeah, th- look at that. That pretty much says and that's that's pretty creepy, right? And there was all these. It was funny because they did all these. You know, they've tried to redo it, and then and then I think they did that one with Jessica Biel, and then a couple of other ones, and then I think they just did it again. Didn't they just do another one like yeah, two they years were ago? Redundant after they were doing it again. Um, they're okay movies, but it was just like, like uh, I don't know. Me. Like it, it's tough, man. It's tough to to like redo these things um, because if if you if you're a good parent or whatever, and you're showing these kids for the first time, it's like they they like all the splash and stuff. You know, what I mean, I I showed I showed the kids Dracula the other day, the one with um, Frank Langella, which is my one of my personal favorites. It's just that is that I remember watching that with my dad. It was like 1978, 79. I was like five or six years old. Uh, you know, he, he, um, he turns Lucy into a vampire and you're just, I remember being a kid going, what? It was just the scariest thing in the world to me at that time. And it was just shot with that 1970s grain. There was no real effects. The bat was like, you know, flying away like this and it was simple and you had to imagine what it was like. And now they're just hammered with CGI so badly that it's kind of like, well, that's cool. They got that blood spatter, but you know, back in the day, they didn't throw someone right yeah it's a little over over the top and and it's tough to like get the, these the, this generation here i am on the porch ah, to appreciate some of that older genre of stuff there is a new one before we get to your top one there's a new one out now called smile and everyone's raving about it so I'm yeah, okay free tickets to go see a movie and I, I was thinking i was gonna go check that out with the wife yeah cool. there's this whole new thing going with like up and or don't look up and don't look. What is the other one? Or not? Don't look up. Uh, sorry, what was the one that they just did? Uh, get out. And the, yeah. the, 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 that this is a whole new genre series too, which I think is a bit more supernatural. Oh, but cool. but uh, I heard that smile is quite something. I'm gonna check that out. You know for what sure. I mean? And it's it's a new kind of thing. So uh, so to recap uh, once again before we get to number eleven, and this will be the last one for this week before we crack the top ten. Oh, the original so number Yeah. The, the original Hills Have Eyes is 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 a really freaky one. Well, you know what? The remake of Hills Have Eyes was pretty goddamn great. It is, too. but the, the original man is like, oof, yeah. No effort in storytelling anymore. Heavily relying on CGI and special effects. Yeah, that's that's you know what? It's it's art comic book artwork's getting that way, buddy. Um, but I think that it's also getting to the point where enough people are speaking up about it. Um, that we're going to start to see that that indie culture like the music did in the 90s, right? That indie music is just going to push yep. its way through and nobody's going to stop it. Um, yeah, as, I, I, as people in my compo company, um, I don't have one in my hand. They're over there, um, but I'm trying to do that. with. I'm trying to bring back the old school uh, storytelling artwork with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, so, yes, we'll I, get I to the last one. I, I've been told that Ashley is coming. Ryan just messaged me and said that Ashley is coming. Let's get to your number okay, one. Okay. Then we'll bring well, Ashley in at 11. the end whenever she number wants 11. to join. And actually, you could speak about this one because you could, you'd love this one as well. Now, as I mentioned, I'm not much – the ghost thing doesn't do – I loved the way this, this movie started. Uh, 1973. I love the way they brought well, – that, that visuals for me are, are, are a lot – and there was some a lot. Uh, oh, Marvel Silver Age and Bronze Brother. Yeah, uh, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, my friend. Bring back is that Silver Marvel Age feeling. Sorry. Uh, so the Exorcist is great. I love the way they brought it in through artifacts through Egypt or wherever they were. Enjoy that and this this evil presence. The way it was filmed, how they flashed the uh, in between. Uh, yeah, well, Bronze is great, buddy. 
the way they flash the face in there occasional. There it is. Oh, how brilliant. You know, and who does that look like? That's a wrestler now, right? Looks Dan like Dan Housen. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And it, it's kind of like intertwined with this amazing evilness. You know what I mean? It's my favorite of all time, Chris. It's my number is your favorite. Yes, it is. I knew that. I knew it's um, it's number one for me. I don't think there's anything scary in the world. The it didn't. Sc- it's, it didn't scare me that much. It off the beginning. It her little girl really started getting into her stuff. It it just it didn't do it for me, especially. Um, it, Come on, yeah, that doesn't, I don't know. I, that doesn't get you there. That's her head turned around backwards. Yeah, I don't uh, know, man. It, and just, also, again, you know what? There's a scene in there which, for me, is still just so insane. When she's sitting on the in the chair, and the doctor yeah. is like, "I'm speaking to the person inside Regan," and she's like this with her hand up, and she's head down, and she's looking up, and she's like, "I was 12 when I watched that for the first time." Yeah. So forget it. That was like alone in the house in Caesarea. Leave me alone. Spam. Anyway. Pay phone booths ringing. Yeah. Uh, But the, uh, I was, I was so like freaked out by that and I never recovered. (laughs) So for me, that was, and I still watch it to this day uh, as much as I can. So yeah, I just uh, watched it again. I watched an even longer cut of it. They have on uh, one of the channels. Oh yeah. Uh, She's doing the crab. She's doing the crab down the stairs. That wasn't in the original. You know, that's in there, and there's some other stuff. Is little I love it when she's on the rug. You're all gonna see die when she come down and peed on the rug. I was laughing because like, <laughs> you're all gonna die. You know, <laughs> I know it was, uh, it was, it was kind of creepy and like funny because then I saw it. There's another movie where they spoof that, right? Do you uh, okay? Well, so that's your number eleven. Uh, it for me, it's number one. But I mean, to each their own. It's part of their personal taste. Uh, any further take on The Exorcist before we have Ashley? She's actually uh, well, no. Us. Like as I say, that was more like I, Exorcist is a pretty well known one. That you know, the girl does some freaky stuff, and it's it's. I like the subliminal stuff in around there. I thought there was some really good storytelling there as well. Uh, that's another one. And again, you got to go to the source on these things, man. Nineteen seventy three. You got to go to the source, my friends. If you liked all these possession films that are going on today, check out the source. That's a good go. one. For one, for, one for me. The crab took me off guard and scared the shit out of me. Yep, I was uh, actually with. I was actually in uh, Banff, Alberta, watching the remake in a movie theater with, <laughs> with Lonnie from the Mudmen. And when she did the crab down the steps, Lonnie was like, <gasps> yelled out, kind of like our old friend Dig yelled out. Holy fucking Slayer! God damn it! Yeah, he just screamed it at the top of his lungs in Banff, and I was like, "That one was for Zake." <laughs> he it out. There you go. Well, I got so uh, I have in, in each five. I have an honorable mention. Can I throw in my honorable mention? Or an honorable on? mention. Here we go. Absolutely. Okay. Now this movie gets a lot of shit, and I loved this movie. I thought this was a great movie. Again, this was another one that I had. Like I think it was a laser disc. My dad rented this one off of when I was a kid. And this is 1982. This is uh, Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. You know, two more days till Halloween. Hello. And the masks. Uh, and so the other kicker was the villain's last name was Cochran, the same last name as me, right? So I loved this movie. And it was one where we, we got the laser disc. My dad rented the whole deal. Yeah, laser disc. That's how old I am, right? I'm 50. I'm willing to admit it. 50 represent. <laughs> Horrible movie. No, it was brilliant. It was so good. It was so good. I, I, I love number three. Um, the whole chanting with the TV thing, flicking, 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 flicking. Um, now, yeah, it's what okay. Was the con- what was the concept though out of the first two? Concept out of the first two. Well, it was it was Michael Myers. 
fires, and then they they broke up and they brought this in there. Look at drinking on the kids' faces. Oh yeah, yeah, and that that's amazing. They just there um, with the artwork. I thought was so good. So this will mention. Um, and and I love this much. And then after for here, I, I still when I'm doing uh, Facebook posts and stuff, I always put on those ten more days till Halloween. Halloween. No, there was nothing connected to the first two. That's why it was. That's why it's like everybody hates it. No, and I love hates another it. Carpenter one too. Yeah, but that, see, then I was looking at the other Halloween movies that came after it, and they probably just stopped there. You know what I mean? Like maybe they had the right idea to. Stop at, at, at number mm-hmm. two there and do the end stop. Um, yeah, it was like a comic book. They see exactly. It was like a comic book. It broke what they were originally doing. Um, um, and as you can see, when they went on with it, just a bit of Halloween H two O before it came online. Uh, that sucked, man. That's terrible. That's shit. Like it's a bad movie. Um, there's a new one out. There's a new one coming Great. out. There's I a new one coming fun. out. Isn't the new one coming out, which is Halloween ends? That's the apparently new one. it's awful. Well, how could it, it not? Yeah. Be? Welcome to the show, Lindsay. I- Welcome to the show. Uh, Mrs. Lindley. Mrs. Lindley. Lindley. Somebody just Mrs. said Mrs. Lindley. <laughs> Mrs. Lindley. That's right. There she is. Hello. 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 Uh, welcome. Can I call you Ashley? I'm, I'm pretty What's, easygoing. Halloween 3 okay, reads hi. like an easy comic. If Halloween went the direction of horror anthology, it would have been great. So there we go. The Halloween okay. movies. See, and that's my other point was that the Halloween movies after 3. Ah, there was, you know, so that yeah. was. That was a John Carpenter one, the Halloween three, which, um, but yeah. And then zombie, right? end on a high note. Yeah. End on a high note. That was kind of cool. end on a high note. were neat. Two, I didn't like, I don't like the new yeah. kills. I don't know. I'm old fashioned. I'm not into the new kills. So Halloween two, with a lot of that going on with that little girl who used to, was in the first ones. She's all grown up through this half hour death scene. And I was just like, Oh, Rob, come on. Anyway, Ash, what do you think of this? What do you think of this first list here from Chris as far as where you're at uh, with your your take on uh, some of your you know favorite horror movies? We're going to do this um, over three weeks, so uh, yeah, you can jump it. ahead to your top five. Well, it, it made it made me feel a little bit young. I was like, okay, there's some stuff here I definitely don't know about. Um, I, I I appreciate the education for sure. Um, uh, I'm a, I'm a Stephen King junkie myself, so that's kind of what I've always stuck with. So I, I like stuff that kind of gets inside of your head more than, more than just like the straight up gore. Like you guys were talking about saw and saw like, it absolutely deserves that mention. But I mean, like I said, whoever wrote that, it's like somebody check in on that guy. Like those are some weird ideas. <laughs> just It's, it's a little bit too kind of gory and twisted for me. So like, yeah, I like, I like that creep into your head stuff, but like poltergeist got me for sure when I was a kid, just because there was um, the supernatural and like that kind of you know, psychological aspect, like you didn't know what was coming next. And the, the clown totally messed me right up. Mm-hmm. I was never the same. And being a child of the nineties, my room was decorated with porcelain clowns. So that shit had to go. Had to go. It had to go. <laughs> um, like immediately after I saw that, it was like, okay, anything with like a pointy hat and polka dots had to go. Um, but I think the creepiest thing I've ever watched, and damn, I cannot remember the name of it right now. Somebody will help me in the comments, I'm sure. Um, there's kids, and they go to visit their grandparents and have a, oh, yeah, a nice visit. little time with them. The visit. The visit. And um, they find out halfway through the visit that, holy shit, those aren't their grandparents. And that's... That's a movie? It's called The Visit? 
Yeah, it's a great movie. That's something that could happen. Where you find out your. Well, not only that, but like these people are not right. There, there's a total. I'm not going to give it away. You need to watch it if you haven't seen it. Is that 2015? I believe so. Oh yeah, it's not that old. Shyamalan that's his name. Shyamalan Malong. So Shyamalan. Well, it's a good movie. With the Shyamalan Ding Dong, is there's always a twist. Yeah. And was that his movie? That's what I was asking. I believe him. uh, From the Sixth Sense and a Paranormal Activity Insidious. Yeah. I don't know if he directed it, but he's definitely got credit on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that got right into your head. Stuff like that, I can't. I gotta watch that. Yeah, the stoned old bitch which says The Shining. The Shining is like this. It's funny. It's, somebody mentioned The Shining. I just have to add that that is like I will. Wa- that is like my favorite movie of all time. I will watch The Shining on a summer day. I just, mm-hmm. ah, just love. Yeah, the and that was that was the birth of of creepy stuff for me. Was I? I saw The Shining on TV, and I was like, "Can somebody great um, tell me if this is the same book we have on the bookshelf downstairs?" And um, once I put it all together, I was like, Stephen King for life. And like, I read it and I watched it. And then I found out Stephen King mm-hmm. didn't like it. And I was mad at it for a bit, but I came back around. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I love The Shining. Shining's still like my all-time favorite. I, I think I think uh, Stephen King didn't like, because uh, Jack's supposed to be Stephen, right? Yeah. I don't think he liked his portrayal of it, uh, of himself. He, he, I mean, maybe he got a little too attached to it, but uh, that's hard to say it's a horrible movie, right? When it's just so brilliant. Like every time I watch it, I see something of the uh, the way he shoots mm-hmm. things. And as I mentioned, uh, sure, I'm not sure if I pronounce his name right, but they did, or he or she did, and also did hereditary. And uh, yeah, this and this is. I've, have you watched this one? I have Ashley? not seen this. Hey, check that out. That's Something a for you movie. and Ryan. Ryan to do tonight. I guess you guys are watching horror movies tonight. But there's a there's a flower crown. How could it be scary? Exactly. Well, not, no, well, as not I mentioned, scary? Oh yeah, no. There's a cult involved. Okay. <laughs> as I say, it's one of those movies. These guys are just a little religious, and then all of a sudden you're like, "What the fuck?" Like it's great. Yeah, you have to like almost pause it and gather your your scruples for a minute and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I loved it." How'd you find it? Where did you find it? Did you did you hear about it? And then we we're like, "Gotta find it." Or it was me? Just I like, went. Let's watch this. So I went to a, I went to a Halloween party, which I'm going to the same folks again uh, in a couple of weeks, and everybody's dressed up. And somebody was dressed up like Florence Pugh and nobody knew who she was. So, of course, myself, too. I was like, hey, you know, you know, you ask. I was a zombie. It was pretty easy to tell I was a zombie. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, so what do you I'm blah, blah, blah. Florence Pugh from Midsommar. And I was like, wow, well, you know, like, we've never seen that. So we went home and watched it, I think, like that night. And we're just like, wow, what a, what a great movie. But again, it's 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 the psychological cult um, folk horror. It's this new folk horror of stuff of movies that are coming out where it's not like um, it's a new movie focusing on lore from the past of maybe something created or maybe from a cult. But again, you think everything's fine and all of a sudden, what the so fuck? Let me, yeah, it's great. To, to I really point, enjoyed it. To that point then, you had a, you had a, you had an Ashy, uh, I want you on this too, Chris, you had a, a t- uh, like an honorable mention of from your first five. So then what was the most disappointing one? for you then of all the horror movies you've seen with maybe the most amount of hype, okay. what's no, the most disappointing? Let me, let me go with Ash first. Oh, sorry. I, okay. I, yeah. I, I'm, no, let me go with Ash first. But Ash, what's yeah. the most disappointing horror movie where you were so stoked to see it and you're like, ugh, or a scary movie or something that was kind of in that genre uh, that you were like, I, I, I'm so like 
choked at this. This is like my the worst experience. Like I like think the stuff. end of it with the giant spider was a pretty big letdown. The yeah. original one from the eighties or the new yep. one? No, the original. Good call. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty rough. Um, I know they did such a good job yeah. leading into that. It was like it, it, well, that's a good point because they did, and then you see the spider. You're like you're like face palm, right? It was like, did you run out of ideas at the end there? Like it was you no. Just, they spoke oh, to the guy that good. made the Superman series. They spoke to the producer. Of Superman. We got five bucks left. Get out of the oh. dollar store and build a spider. That's, <laughs> I swear to God, right? Like it was so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That got a little bit weird and kind of campy at the end. Where it I agree. With that's rad though that, that you brought that, that up because you remember when it was on TV, it was like the biggest event ever. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, yeah. it was, I got when it, Harry, Harry, uh, Harry from night court and, uh, the dad from, uh, Ozark. PRP was on and, uh, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah all those cool. guys were on there yeah. and it was such also a cool, John Ritter, such a cool cast. And, and sidebar. Yeah, the, the fat kid ended up stealing John Stamos's wife somehow. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. all right. Worked out for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, but also, sorry, side nuts. Sidebar, Stephen King did a movie of The Shining. Did Stephen you ever see that, Ashley? Yeah, he did his own. He did his own version of The Shining on a TV movie. It was the guy, Rebecca De Morey, and uh, the kid was from and the wrestles, and he was a dingling. Sorry, kid, but oh my gosh, I, that was dingling. How polite was that? I just caught myself. That was lovely. He was like. That wasn't like, I'm not even was, sure if yeah. you're mad. That How was does so that nice. is killing it today? The dude from My Secret Identity. <laughs> yeah, the dude from My Secret Identity. Remember that show? I even know that. Back at the Hold on. On the, on the count of three, I think we can all sing that theme song, can't we? From My Secret Identity. It was like a huge Believe show. it. Yeah, that was awesome. They're not. No, that's. No. Uh, well, great think, American oh. hero. Yeah, anyways. Well, that's uh, George Costanza's answering machine. It was, yeah, right. but that was from a, that, that TV home. show, though, right? Of Greatest American Hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Yeah, there was the a dude from night. My Secret Identity. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that show, that's too. That's, awesome. a, that's a great Canadian TV show. It's right along the lines and of Ryan, and stuff. Like Ryan, what, Ryan Way's in here saying the accident scene in a movie was a big fuck you to Stephen King from mm-hmm. Kubrick. So there you go. Uh, you know what? And it's funny because, oh, again, was. I was a Stephen King, like, addict for mm. forever. And Ryan told me that when I met him. And I was like, right, no, yeah. Oh, you know, there's so much in there. It's genius. So, no, but you got to check out this Stephen King's version, uh, his TV movie version. I've got to find that. Yeah, I'm off tomorrow. So I'm, I think I'm going to have to take a dive for that. Yeah, just just small. Because, you know, he didn't like the maze, right? Stephen King didn't like the maze. He, no. he had hedge monsters instead. I don't know if you've read it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You get to see them and you get to okay. see the whole difference in Jack. He, it's, it's Stephen King's Jack, but it's the guy from Wings. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, okay. I remember Wings. I think I, I can see the guy's face, but it's not. It, it yeah. was the screw up brother. It was the the, the party screw on up. brother. It wasn't. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. It, it was that dude. Um, but I, I would love to hear. I would love to see you or have you watch that and get you back on the show to get your uh, your take on that. Because it's homework it's, for it's, next week. I was going to no, say, it's just so funny that. He complained so much about it, and then he got his TV special, and it was like another. Fa- it was kind of like another face palm, right? Well, and and that's what's so kind of shitty about Stephen King is that he, like he'll he'll crank out a, like some amazing novels, right? And, and people clamor for them, and everybody just raves about it. And then a few years down the road, a book comes out, and it's like, or sorry, a movie comes out, and it just. Well, speaking of that, Ash, I was going to ask you that because I'm, I've been reading. I read, I read his new, the new short story one. I have the Stephen King if, if it bleeds. I read that. Yeah, that was great. Okay, so Mr. Harrington's phone mm-hmm. is the first short story in there, and I'm poking around Netflix and Mr. Harrington's phone. 
is up oh, on Netflix. Oh, stop it. It's on They've there, made it. right? Donald Sutherland is Mr. Harrington and some other kid. They've actually made a movie out of that short story. And okay. Chris, that's a horror. It's a, it's a, it's a movie. Or it's a short story about a kid that befriends an old guy because he's getting bullied, uh, gives the old guy a cell phone to be able to text and stay in touch with him. Then the old guy dies, but the mm. cell phone keeps sending messages. And then all the kids, right. enemies, oh, cool. all, all the, all the kids, enemies start dying. All the, all the bullies and they're blaming it on, on, on Mr. Harrington. That's on Netflix right now. And that's a Stephen King. That's from a, sh- a short story. I loved his 80s stuff too. Like uh, silver bullet with uh, Corey uh, Hayman in it. Uh, it's great. Really, really good stuff. Really yeah. good stuff. What was your most disappointing? Yeah, you said to cost to check it out. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but uh, the, the short story is really cool. But, you know, nice. whatever. This could, yeah. maybe they're going to turn all four of them into it. Uh, Chris, what was your most disappointing horror oh, movie? Oh, yeah, then, this is uh, funny too. Because I, I was, I was, it was one of those movies that was on my radar, but I never really got a chance to sit down and watch it properly. It was never free on TV. It was on free on TV this month. And it's uh, Freddy versus Jason. What a pile of crap. That yeah, was horrible. I would imagine so. I got halfway through the movie and they didn't even there was they didn't even fight yet or anything. There was it was like I don't think anybody died. I was halfway through. I don't think I made it through the whole movie to be honest with you. But you know, you're thinking it's Freddy versus Jason. Okay, it's got to be like hilarious, or it's got to be amazing. And uh, maybe I'm missing the last half and it will blow me away. But I don't think I made it through it. I was so disappointed. Uh, I, I would imagine though going into it there would have been a certain amount of like, this is going to be awful. Potentially. I'm a massive no, nightmare. I Elm- the opposite well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a massive nightmare. I'm a massive nightmare in Elm street fan. Uh, and they kind of kept going uh, with it. Uh, and they've done pretty good with the, with, with the Friday, the 13th remakes have been, you know, okay. They're slasher flicks, whatever. They haven't been able to get a nightmare in Elm street uh, redo off the ground properly. And they did it with that guy from the Watchmen. And he kind of, they did a, like a re, tried to reboot it and it just doesn't have the same feel. No. So that was disappointing for me that, that, that sort of like nightmare on Elm street remake to speaking of like Freddy versus Jason, because I think mm. when you just got something, just run it into the ground, throw Robert Englund up there every single time as Freddy. Why do you need a new Freddy? Like why? So I, as I mentioned, she also brands, I binge uh, the 10 uh, Friday the 13th movies uh, last week, <laughs> just for next last night, Jason 10 in space. Watch them all. Now, here's the funny thing that I clued into. You you just start watching. That's not a joke. That's in space. In space. So he gets, yeah, it's like in the future. Him and, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Alyssa, Alyssa Doig. uh, They're all from space sci-fi show. Alyssa Doig? Canadian girl. She stars in it. And she, she starts off like aliens and. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Obviously, it's a mess. But it's funny. So you start watching these, right? And you're like, all right, he's killing them differently basically every time. Like, yeah, there's headshots with the machete, but they're in different spots. There's a guy standing on his hands and legs. He goes right crotch shot through there. There's a couple in a bed. One time he goes from the top. The other time he goes from the bottom through. You know, I, I, I just found as, as I'm – Pardon me? I like the creativity factor. Well, that yeah, right? That's what I'm saying, right? It's like so at least – it keeps you watching like, what's he going to do this time? You're in a sleeping bag and smacked her off some trees. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I'm saying. That right? was in the remake. So That's in the no, remake. No. Oh, no. This was in an old one originally. This I just watched oh, yeah, it. Yeah. This, this was I didn't yeah, watch yeah. the remake. This was in an older one. Right. Um, and then, of course, you get some Corey Feldman action in like uh, three and four or four and five, I believe. And Corey, anything with Corey Feldman in it, you got me. You got me from the burbs to uh, 
to Friday the 13th, man, you got me. Um, so Amazing. now, so, and, and they didn't ex- like, you know, uh, Jason takes Manhattan. He goes right into downtown New York. Now the funny, the, the funny thing about this is, so you got Jason stepping off a subway going downtown to New York. Nobody's paying attention to him because it's downtown New York. <laughs> no, he's walking through like, dum ba dum ba da and nobody's paying attention to him. And it's so funny. The I best can't believe part that's of, a real movie title again. Yeah. Jason funny. takes Manhattan. I think it was number yeah. nine. Um, but that was still, that was the end of the heyday, man. We were all kind of in on the Jason on the Friday the 13th stuff. And that was Jason takes Manhattan. Actually, if I recall, was kind of a big mood, like theater release. Like it was kind of a thing. It did well. You know it what I mean? Well, it was, actually. it, was, it yeah. was right around that, you know, same time at like police Academy four came out. Every, yeah. Everyone, all the things we grew up on, were all going out at that time. And, and I think that's the one that killed it. Because one actually like, did you know, well because I was looking at, at, at which movies did well and that one actually did pretty good. It started out on a cruise and then he made his way in from uh, you know <laughs> as you do the lake to New <laughs> yeah, York as you do, right? and it went it made it to New York. Um, but I like again. Um, I'm sorry, but my brain literally demands that that title be satire. Like I just can't. I can't. Jason takes Manhattan. And in space as well. I'd like. Just, okay, I'd like somebody, to you guys both. go ahead. Oh yeah, We're but they got the, the soon, comedy we'll in there is great. Um, but Stone Cold, uh, the Stone Stone Old there just mentioned they pumped those movies out. That's a great because it was mm-hmm. like each year they were basically putting out a Friday the Thirteenth movie. So wow, way to go! You got you got it. You got to dig that, which is cool. I thought I loved when he got the iconic. Uh, hockey mask obviously look back though it's kind of neat because the first one is his, his and if you don't know this in your horror fan shame on you the first one is his mother right the second one is jason but he's a teenager and you can basically tell that he's a teenager throughout it and then the third one he's grown up and he gets his idea with with the mask so if you were to look at it as a trilogy <laughs> there you go hey, that's uh, I think I like, someone's. I was like, I hope he understands why I'm not muting my mic for this. <laughs> Aha! Yes, you left the door open. I it's am done. the king of horror. He got saran wrap on his face, guys. I am saran This is why I smoke. You kind of look like Saran Duran. Don, you kind of look a little bit like Don Cherry right now. Ryan got uh, kind of. I'm tech wizard. <laughs> you kind of got a little bit like. Uh, Raped by Ron McLean. Anyways. Sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> you kidding me? I love that shit. That's you the best. My this, is why we, this is why we do it. So anyways. Ash, there you go. There's the there's the poster that you're looking yeah. for right there. So, but I was saying like the three Jason takes Manhattan. It, it see it seemed like they did a trilogy, but they didn't mean to because he got his mask like three kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah, like I like yeah. how they got the cityscape in there, like the feel, like it's really you know the, the vibe. What was the other one there. that you mentioned? What was the other one that you mentioned that you couldn't believe they made? Oh, in space. Oh, the, Jason the, X. Oh, the in space. T- yeah, yeah, technically the last one. Jason X, they call it. But you Jason, should check out that, that Jason now? Takes Manhattan. It's, uh, I just, I think they're funny. I get a kick out of them big time. And you kind of root for and, Jason, right? And you why is it do. that everybody's boy, like first boy girl party had a horror movie involved? Because I definitely showed one of the Chucky movies. Oh, I know right? why. I can tell you why. Definitely, right? Because <laughs> everybody's got scooch really, really close. Because That's so scared, exactly. Right? And that's what we did for Poltergeist. Dude. Mm-hmm. We all, uh, dude, we had the pillows. We were on our stomachs. Flying out and everybody scooched in. 
Yeah. Ryan's peeled the saran wrap off of his face in case anybody was concerned for his well-being. Uh, yeah. We were wondering if he's going to, because you're gasping. Oh, oh, there's what's her name in the middle there. She's awesome. What? what? Alexa See, Doig. This is, this is real life. Oh, my God. Yeah, Alexa Doig is on. the girl in the middle. She's, she was in a bunch of sci-fi and DC what stuff. She's great. Well, one's red and one's not red. That's <laughs> Oh, what do we got going on? Oh, because here's what happens is the one before he gets crawl, uh, uh, you know, frozen. And then the one on the right is when he gets popped up into go. space there and he gets some new gear. I gotta go. Ryan's, Ryan's gonna go with his axe. He's off to terrorize the rest of the neighborhood. <laughs> go scare people. Oh my God. Come back with some candy. Come back with some candy. Oh or God. beer. Or be, they said, come back with candy or beer. Okay. Okay, that's enough of that. He says he can't breathe. Yep. Yep. He is a necessity. This is what you get on the Dean Blundell Network, friends. You get a certain level of professionalism. Well, I mean, it's all pro. Hey, we're talking about Jason. We're taking about Jason Voorhees seriously, so hey. This is a show about horror movies and anything can happen. And, and that happened because Ash joined us and again, and, and that's the best and you welcome to come back and I hope you'll come back next week uh, to talk about more. We've got, that's the first five from Chris and then we've got five more. Well, and check out some of those movies the, we talked um, about. Cause I'd love to hear your opinion, especially on shining. I, I would love to hear your opinion on that. Cause it's, they're so different. It's insane. I've actually, I have a, had a paper next to me and I've written down like three things that I've definitely got to watch. So I'm, I'm going to do some homework nice. and I would love to come back and talk. Yeah. About I'd it. love to hear your opinion on Midsommar as well too. Cause it's i uh, I've had some people, uh, daughter saw it and she was like, wow, I couldn't, I couldn't make it through it. I didn't <laughs> get it. No, you know what I mean? But, but yeah. she's uh, like she, early twenties. I can't remember exactly her age. If I did the math, I'd get it. Don't worry. I'm just bad with numbers. <laughs> I trust she's you. on the road right now. Well, with death they, from they above. Love- um, it's just, I, I saw the, the picture with the flower crown and the white dresses and it looked like, uh, like a young living essential oil convention. And I knew immediately that it was going to be a cult of some sort. So oh, it, yeah, 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 that's got it, multi-level it's, it's, it's marketing written all over it. Yeah, multi-level it, marketing. That's yeah. what it is. This is a, yeah, uh, that's a Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good ride. I tell you, it's a good ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will check that out gladly. Yeah. That's right up my alley. Yeah, and Lynch. then come back and come back, please. And tell us what you think. Love to. Thanks, Thanks for, so much uh, for having me. And oh, for Ryan. For- and Ryan. Yeah. Well, well, that's exciting. Yeah, that fun. was exciting. I married he always that. makes it exciting. You did marry that. Yeah. You did marry it's like, that. It's like 3M. He doesn't make things, he makes things better. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Thanks, Ash. Take care, gents. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. That's great. Uh, you know, that's the way this thing goes. It can go this way and go that way. It's horror movie. It, it, horror movies always get people chatting. And last year when we did the horror movies, it was like, you know, everyone's uh, 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 very, very like engaged. And they like the, the way in on their own thing. We all grew up on those VHS, you know, tapes and, you know, renting them all and all the rest of it. So um, I, I remember Hellraiser and, uh, uh, you know, Pinhead. That was just such a freaky looking, you know, cover. Um, it was just all about the artwork. And you as a comic book artist, man, would have just been like, love those covers from the 80s. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So It's funny because it's like uh, those Atari video games. The Atari video games had the best artwork on the yeah. box. And then you got it home and there were these little bit. I, I just yeah. love that old artwork, man. Uh, and I'm seeing a lot of really, 
really computer generalized artwork where people aren't are just typing in words to make artwork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how far we're getting now and everything will just, you could type in like old man, black hair and it will whatever. And it will digitally make it for you without you doing anything. Sure. And it's so detached. It's like music today. It's like anybody can make music. And <laughs> well, you know, I really like the old artwork from this stuff. Old horror movies are like the old artwork. And again, horror movies bring me back. And a lot of us back to our childhood I, again, like parties, man. The one brought me back to a, one of my very first serious girlfriends. And another one brings me back to just a party, you know, good times, good times. So it just brings back. And as I mentioned, is just a movie that I love. Aside from being a horror movie, The Shining is my favorite movie of all time, aside from like Star Wars and stuff. That is. But yeah. yeah. That Maybe is. Covers for the win. The cost of cheers, buddy. Takasa, thanks for being so engaged. Please join us next week, man. Uh, Ash, thanks so much for for jumping on board and and uh, you know obviously uh, um, bring it. Having Ryan crash, we're sorry about that. We're sorry that you have to live with that. Uh, but uh, kudos to you, and we love you both. You guys are awesome, and and you've been a regular guest on here. So thanks, Ash. We appreciate that. Uh, next week we are going to do a combination of this conversation which is uh, Chris's list from number 10 down to number six. Yeah. And we have our friend Juan Bag- uh, Bagnell coming from uh, some gadget guy from the YouTube. He's got one of the biggest YouTube channels on the YouTube talking tech, talking gadgets and all the cool things. Can I fun cool fact that um, he talks about this gadget stuff, but you actually understand what he's talking about, man. My wife tries to tell me what's going wrong with my computer or why I should keep my phone or something. And I'm just looking at her like, like I understand what this gentleman talks about. So you're going to learn a lot of stuff. My friends, he's a very intelligent guy and he's not out to make you spend more money. He's out to help you save it. Yeah, he's great. And, uh, I, I he's my go-to when there's tech, new tech out, usually it's phones and computers and a few things. But if I got it, like, I just got a, just got a new phone finally. And I went through a, a bunch of different, you know, options and, and settled on, you know, some stuff based on his reviews of the thing and, he, and anything I've bought really has been reviewed by him and he's, he's great. So um, that's next week uh, on the Dean Blundell network at nine o'clock Eastern, which seems to be the witching hour for all this craziness. Everyone's up. Thank you so much for staying up yeah. with us and hanging out. Uh, that is Chris machete over there. Hey, cheers. Hi mom and dad. Have a good night. Watch some horror movies. Gracious Gary, dangerous Dorothy. You guys yep. don't stay My up too probably- late. He probably finished off the hockey game. I was watching the Toronto Phoenix game and it's like, it's Phoenix. I don't know, man. We don't even need to talk about it. Follow Chris Machete everywhere. Online store, man. What not? Get on that. What not store? Get on that and buy my comic books and my artwork and stuff. Yeah, that's right. And you're doing well on that and you're selling the things and we love that. Right there, Machete Comics up in the top corner. You see that? Good times, rad dude. Oh, good times. You do the the other thing. Rad dudes. That's right. We'll see you next week. Uh, Number uh, 10 down to number six there of the horror movies. Uh, And I've already given you my number one. uh, Thanks for Ashley for coming on the show. Thanks for everybody else. Scary horror horror fix. Tell your friends. Spread this around. Listen to us on the thing. Kidsontheescalator.com. Thanks to Dean Blundell. And all the people over there. See you next week, everybody. Be excellent to each other. Thanks, Mel. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. 
we become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.